I'm Shannon. And I'm Mark. And this is Dirt Sailor Podcasting. So how are you doing on this lovely afternoon? I'm doing awesome. How was your day so far? My day so far has been good. I volunteered at the girls' school, which takes up several hours of my morning. And then I do chores for the rest of the afternoon. So only about another cool. hour of chores, though. Let's go here. I'm heading off to the doctor here in an hour. So got to check up on my hand. Oh yeah. Yeah, the doctor can tell me what's up with my hand. I see. They're, they're non-functioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't work. Use use the other fingers. They don't work. I got to use yeah. the other fingers. Five of the fingers don't work. I'm Three sorry. on one hand, two on the other. Oh yeah. good. All good. So one of the things that has come up a lot lately is um, just the number of people saying, let's go, Brandon. Apparently it's gotten so bad that they're using it in Canada as well. And Canada has threatened to fire any official who says, let's go, Brandon, in an email. Right, because Canada is kind of quasi capitalist socialist. I don't know what the proper terminology would be for that. Um, but I know they have rules and regulations that say you can't speak out against your leadership and you cannot speak out against other leaders unless you would like to go to jail. Yeah, they've uh, definitely been executing uh, the jail portion. There was a pastor who kept his church open and expressed his opinion on why he was keeping his church open and the police came down and and shut him down a couple times before they finally arrested him after he flew back in from the U.S. So he came to the U.S. and went back to Canada, got arrested and was in jail. The judge in the case issued an order that every time he wants to say his opinion, he then has to turn around and denounce his opinion with official government words on what the real opinion is. This is where I say one of the areas that our freedoms are incredible when it comes to that. Uh, you know, how, how dare them throttle a fellow human like that? Yep, they have not been treating people well, that's for sure. Wow, wow, it's amazing. So I'm not sure who the number one podcaster in the world is. Joe Rogan. I believe, I believe it's Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, he has a couple of million subscribers or followers to his channel and I actually listened to one of his discussions with and I I did do my research before we jumped online here that the gentleman is some type of expert but he's also a news guy he has a podcast and they were talking about a doctor who I'm going to do the research tonight or tomorrow so we can finish this conversation who is talking about COVID? I know we keep bringing COVID up about every week because something happens every week with this COVID issue. So this expert scientist... Are you is, talking uh, about Dr. Sanjay Gupta? No, not him. Okay. This is an actual doctor that talked about the vaccine and how the vaccine was brought about and the fact that it's starting to weaken and all these variants are coming out. And he had... Uh, as to why this is happening. And he did it, I guess, months back, maybe even last year, or prior to this thing morphing into the Delta variants and other variants. Apparently, he was dead on that it, it's not a true vaccine in the sense of like measles vaccines and stuff like that. That you take it, your natural immunity will build, and then you should never ever get it again. That's why this 
these variants are coming about is because you have a weakened shot that was a good shot originally, but it was just designed to assist but not cease. Yeah, I heard it was designed to help mask the symptoms. So you could get sick without showing outward signs that you're sick. Right, and that's why you're seeing people getting it again and again. And some of them that have had the vaccine are dying. And it's because some of them had the shot at the initial stage, you know, a year ago, a year and a half, whatever it was. Um, some of them did just first shot. Some of them didn't do second shot. But the ones that did do first and second didn't do the booster. And now their uh, systems, it's completely out of their system. So they're susceptible to getting the Delta or whatever other variance is out there. Yeah, that's what happened to Colin Powell. He was considered fully vaccinated, and unfortunately, he did catch COVID, and he passed away. And what they've said about his case is that he was in the immune-compromised group. So even though he had the shot, his immune system didn't really kick in the way that it was supposed to kick in. So he got vaccinated, and his body didn't take over. Unfortunately, yeah, it's at, very sad. Right, it is very sad because uh, whether you like the man's politics or not, you know he was a, an American, American hero, a military guy, which I back. You know, ninety percent of them. It's very unfortunate. And I see COVID. Looking at the news, Biden has been exposed to COVID because his cabinet secretary tested positive days after meeting with president, who was just spotted maskless. Wow. I I yeah. did not hear that one. I, I Well, I did hear that Mr. and Mrs. Biden were seen maskless in a restaurant that has a mask requirement for any point in which you're not eating or drinking actively. Right. And that's all, that's all of the District of Columbia. They have an indoor mask mandate, and it's a $1,000 fine from what I understood yesterday if you get caught not wearing a mask. Well, they were both caught on camera walking out without a mask on and the secret service men were masked up and when asked about that his press secretary basically told you you know what america it's none of your business they always come up with an wow. excuse. yeah it's well, not your business yeah. well he might have been just putting it on they had just gotten up no he wasn't just putting it on he was clearly spotted walking through the restaurant if he was putting it on when he finished his last drink of water or coffee or beer or his last bite of food, he would have put his mask on before they got up to walk away from the table. Yeah, they. I did hear the part of the defense, which is we don't always put our masks on as quickly as we should. He didn't put it on at all. It wasn't even right. quickly. It's not that he got five steps away from the table or ten steps away from the table, realized it, put it on. He didn't put it on at all, and neither did she, but they're... Uh, security had it on because they weren't actively eating or drinking, so they wore it the whole time. Right. That's insane. Yeah, so I guess at the southern border, the gentleman that's in charge of our borders is surprised that the Delta variant is kind of spiraling out of control with border cities. Uh, Mayorkas admits tragic rise with Delta variant at U.S.-Mexico border. Yeah, they they have been according to undercover or you know masked operatives. They don't want their their information to get out there because they're speaking out against the agency and their agency head as well as the president. 
But according to different people who work for the government, they have been allowing people who test COVID positive to immediately leave. Those people are getting on trains, getting on planes, using automobiles, getting into buses, and they're just allowed to leave. And they are testing positive. Generally, they don't test everyone if they're going to release them right away. But they have been testing people. People have tested positive, and they have not quarantined them. And they put them on public transportation. Yeah, that's the next article right next to the one I just talked about is how the White House is getting creative trying to cover up how they're sneaking illegal immigrants into the country. Yeah, they're so calling them asylum seekers, and they're not. I know I've, I've harped on it a million times. Right. They are economic migrants. Well, if you believe in the country that you're leading and you believe that we're a nation of laws, rules, and regulations, how come every time you get into office, you're hell-bent on breaking every rule and law that they put into place. I don't, it doesn't process with me. I don't get it. So they all say what they want to say. Uh, Democrats and Republicans will say what they think will get them elected. And then once they get into office, they prove that they can't do those things by, you know, not doing them. And then when they go for their next election cycle, they explain why sometimes and then just still do the same thing over and over again. Well, then, and Webster, next to politician, there should be a little asterisk, parentheses, and liar inside of the parentheses. Oh, they're definitely liars. Or non-truth tellers, or truth vendors. It just amazes me. So I guess an airplane crashed today. Yeah, unfortunately, outside of Houston. Yeah, unfortunately, outside of Houston. The interesting thing is it's run by a corporation. Uh, It looks like Several, they charter it out. Several people have used it, several companies. But this time they opted, you could not track the airplane on flight away at the request of the owners of the aircraft, which makes me wonder then, the 20 or 21 people that were on the airplane, is this one of the planes that the government was using to haul um, illegals around the country? I'm going to say no, and that is because an article just came out at least this is what they're going to tell people. Plane headed to Astros ALCS game with 21 people on board. Runs off runway. Burns in Brookshire. Okay. And that was published today. And so apparently they were chartered for the Boston game four. To Boston for game four. So I'm guessing there would have been some high makamakas on there. Right. Well, at least they all live. That's good. It's interesting, too. One of our inspectors brought something to my attention when we were watching the video of the airplane burning. If you look at it, did the wings get chopped off? Because you don't see the outline of the wing. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, it burns that fuselage. When you get time, take a look at it. You would see the outline of where the wings were at as well. Oh, wow. And you can't see any. So they either went through trees and knocked the wings off or something. It's weird. Yeah, I would say Weird. that they probably hit some trees or something if they don't have yeah, wings. Yeah, interesting video. Put the, put the wings off. And that's a pretty good-sized airplane. Uh, MD, McDonnell Douglas, it looks like. Yeah, and it's uh, probably a 35-year-old airplane. Yeah. At least. It's definitely... Yeah, I think Amer- American Airlines. MD-87. Yeah. MD-87. Those yeah. should have all been retired. Yes. I'm going to have to look up who this uh, Mr. Warnock is. Um, he spent $600,000 in campaign cash on personal armed security 
yet. Um, he's pushing gun control. Isn't that one of the two uh, that got elected out of Georgia, that it went down to the wire? They had to count and recount in Georgia, and it went a little bit yeah. later? Is that, I think well that's more Yeah, I, I think he was one of the last two Democrats, um, last two that were confirmed. Like they, It was so close they had to keep counting, or they had to do a runoff because it was so close, something like that. Because they had right. two spots, two Democrats, two Republicans, something like that. I'm not exactly sure what happened for it, but he was one of two Democrats. Oh, he's the, he's the preacher. Yes. Okay, he's the one that his wife came out and said that he's not a very nice guy. Ah, uh, that sounds about right. That sounds yeah, about right. Uh, well, a lot of these individuals who are running, and whether they do or don't get elected, they seem to have some pretty funny campaign finance issues. So I'm no. not surprised that they would find another one. There's a lot of headlines in the news today. Facebook admits letting users share information on human smuggling. Yeah, I think there's something wrong with this guy that on Facebook as well. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, interesting. Another interesting human. So I think he is, I don't want to say he's drunk off of power, but he was someone who went to college, created Facebook, right? And then dropped out of college, I believe, and and made Facebook huge. He's a billionaire now. And when you go from college guy, you, you uh, build yourself up into a billionaire and have a bunch of different offerings on Facebook. And then it turns out that some of those offerings are not so good. He wants to do what's politically expedient, too. He's a public company. Once he did that, once he took the IPO and, and became public, he answers to Congress for a lot of things now. And so I think he just yeah, tries to <laughs> keep himself in business. wonder how much money Nancy Pelosi and her husband made off of that initial public offering. You said there were eight of them, though, right? Yeah. So we'd have to go and look all of them up and see what they... Look at all of those. Well, yeah, she should put it under her, her financial disclosures. So you should be able to look at when it happened... And then that next public disclosure. Right, right. So an opinion piece out of uh, off the Washington Post. Don't rant about short-staffed stores and supply chain woes. Try to lower your expectations. Dan Crenshaw's take on that is don't rant about your bread lines and famine. Try to lower your expectations. Try to lower your expectations. Only eat every third day. You want to eat? That That's kind of weird. Like, who wants to do that? Who wants to do that? That's the way you diet here in America. You eat as much sugary stuff as you can. You get fatter and thin. And then the government says, eh, now you can't eat, but every three or four days, we're going to help you lose weight. They cause underlying medical issues, but we're going to help you out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're, they're only all too willing uh, to keep, keep us looking whichever direction they want us to look in. So I guess there's a state now. My mind's all over the place today because I keep thinking of everything I was um, actually listening to the last couple of days. So I guess there's a state that has, uh, the school district has canceled Halloween and Valentine's Day because it's unfair that some kids get to wear really cool costumes and other kids don't and they can't afford them. So they're going to level the playing field by just making no holiday. So none of the kids can wear their costumes to school. They won't do a little candy exchange at Valentine's Day. I think the advice 
principal or whoever's doing this, the school district, whoever's in charge, the leader, must have had a bad upbringing. He's probably one that didn't like the costume. And now he's going to take it out on you know, school district of a thousand kids or more. It looks like it's out of Michigan. Right. That one's out of Michigan in elementary school. So instead of trying to say, hey, everybody bring candy so that way we can evenly disperse it. What my kid's school does is say, if you're going to do a Valentine's card, you have to do one for everybody in the class. So that that is one of the requirements. You can't skip a kid. And whether you're going to give just a card, just a candy. I mean, you could make your own cards out of paper, construction paper, glue it together, do your own little project and make a note for each of your little friends. It doesn't have to be candy. I know some parents won't even do candy at my kid's school because they want to encourage healthy things. So they might do a little toy or you can do nothing. You can make a card or you can do nothing. There are Every year there are kids with plenty of money who don't participate because they don't want to. Right. So, and there's some that don't believe in Halloween. Right. You know, what do they call it? A pagan holiday or something like that. And that's fine, but don't penalize all the kids, you know, because some kids, that's a, that's a part of their upbringing. Their parents did it. Their grandparents did it. Yeah, my, I mean, at my God. kids' school, they can't. They don't do Halloween because they do consider it a non-Christian holiday and it's right. a Christian school. But that's not true for all Christians. It's not true for all, you know, churches and schools. In fact, the church that we attend does do Halloween and the school that the girls attend, they don't. So it's just place to place. So I understand why you might not have it, but you can make it into something else instead of just saying cancel it. Right. I was just fanning the pages here and I just uh, realized that it was my orchestra tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, good. Poor so guy. it must have been him going to the border that, that caused it. But isn't it, wait, isn't he trip. fully vaccinated and he wears he's masks? Fully, uh, he's fully vaccinated as well. With Mallorca's right. testing positive, I wonder if he was fully vaccinated and wearing a mask. Is it because he went to the border and they have such an outbreak there? Or did he get it through some other family member or something to the, like that? So it says that he is experiencing only mild congestion, fully vaccinated, and will isolate and work at home for the CDC protocol. So it says the diagnosis comes after my orchids attended the 40th Annual National Police Officers Memorial Service at the U.S. Capitol alongside Biden on Saturday. And if you look at the picture of that event, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people standing next to each other in the line. And he's in the middle, and none of them are masked. Oh, they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing? In, incorrect protocol. Wow. But depending on the type of mask they wear, most of those masks don't work anyway. Science has said so. So regardless of whether or not science has said so, Sir Biden made it a requirement to wear a mask when you're a federal employee. Yeah, I know. They're forcing people to vaccinate as well. And I think that we're going to find down the road... That we're gonna either we're gonna develop some problems with people that are vaccinated, some other type of long term medical issues, or after a few months, the virus is stronger than the medicine and it's basically worthless. However, the three companies that produced it are gonna make more money than they've ever made in their entire existence. So some of the drugs that they make for other things, their usage has gone sky high since the vaccines have been given because they have yeah. 
They hold medication for uh, myocarditis, for blood clots, and for a whole host of other things. So all these side effects that are landing people in the hospital, they have magic drugs for. Isn't that convenient? It is very convenient. I watched one of my favorite guys' podcast the other night, Mr. Joe, and he had a doctor on there that was talking about vaccinations and all the myths that she was seeing and hearing on Facebook and on all the traditional places, Instagram. And he would throw a, a softball at her and say, okay, well, what about myocarditis? Well, you know, you know, things like that happen to kids on a regular basis. And, you know, people in America, somebody has a stroke every 30 seconds. Somebody dies of a heart attack every 40 seconds in America. So what I saw in the eight-minute little clip was a woman that's hardened because she's a doctor, had seen all kinds of people die, and like you and I talked, the acceptable percentage is there, so she feels, get vaccinated, you die, you die, the person that got vaccinated next to you is not going to die. Wow. It was interesting listening to her talk, and I guess that was one that's a couple hours long as well, but I only watched that short clip. And she just had answers, but I thought they, most of them were the wrong answers because she had either an, I don't know. Well, what about all these kids that are coming forward and all these women that are having problems with their periods? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So you're saying go get vaccinated, but when we ask you about maladies, you answer with, I don't know. Because it goes with, we do not care. They don't care. Right. They don't They're have at- to live with you having a reaction to anything. Right, and I should drive from point A to point B at work. I was listening to the KMJ, and they were talking about, believe it or not, uh, all of the protesting by parents at schools and how much was supposed to happen yesterday and didn't happen. You know, should kids wear masks at school? Should they be vaccinated? And some lady called and said, oh, absolutely, they should be vaccinated. If, If they're not, then you risk hurting my kid. Well, I had to send one of the co-hosts a quick Facebook uh, message to her because I I was explaining to her that it's not about people being afraid of the vaccine or being anti-vaxxers. It's the Tuskegee Project. It's the project up in the Bay Area where they actually went to brothels, and this was the darn CIA, and they gave people them not knowing LSD and then they watch them behind glass walls, see what their reaction was. And then you have all these other case studies and tests of them going up and down the bay with Navy ships, Coast Guard ships, and spraying a pesticide or something into the air and infecting people with the flu so they could test shots and see how things work, doing things without their knowledge and basically against their will. And when you force and mandate these tests or these vaccines, it's an unproven. And people just want to know that they can trust their government and that it's a proven entity, that it works. Now we're finding out it may work, but it only masks symptoms. And six months to a year later, you're susceptible to it again. They definitely do not show that they actually care about outcomes that when people bring up stuff like that like you have experimented on us 
We know this. It it's become public knowledge. So you've lost your position of trust. So you don't get that. You don't get that from me. So now I have questions you have to answer. And I want to know the answers before I take something. I've noticed that instead of attempting to give those answers, show the studies, show the information, balance the information out, all they do is call you a flat earther. I don't have to answer to anything you say. They call you something that has nothing to do with the current you know, topic at hand. You're a flat earther. I don't have to answer your questions, but you still have to get this shot without me answering anything for you because you're a flat earther. I've had people say that to me. Like, um, what does one have to do with the other? Wanting to have your questions answered doesn't mean you're anything, you know, else. You're just a skeptic. Absolutely. You want to know. You want the knowledge. You know what? Hitler was really good at doing what he did. Russia was really good at doing what they did. And so was China. They got people to fall for a bait and switch and a baloney line, and millions upon millions of fellow humans were slaughtered. And, you know, most Americans are a little smarter than that. We don't just want to walk to the dinner table and be served on a silver platter. I just don't understand why why wanting to have answers is such a negative thing. Because you're supposed to be a sheep, I guess. Stop asking questions. You're just supposed to follow what we say. Right, just like the, the doctors, they only want to listen to one guy or one entity, which is fraud chief, who has proven to be wrong time and time and time again. But it's okay, I and trust I, him. Yeah. yeah, trust him. I've been in I've been in government service for thirty five years. No, he's nothing more than a bureaucrat. He happens to be licensed, but he's a lifetime bureaucrat. Oh yes, absolutely. He, he, he's no different than the politician. He is a politician well, because look- he's been basically in office for six presidents. Vice president, whatever the case is. Well, if you look at the way the government treats us, whether we're getting our shot or not, whether we're doing what we're told or not, last year we were told to not go out, lock ourselves in our house, all of that stuff. Only essential workers could go out, and it was state-dependent and sometimes city-dependent on what an essential worker was. And so you had people who didn't work last year. They, they could have been immunocompromised or really scared about the virus, either way. So they got unemployment benefits, the stimulus checks and the free housing, if you didn't have to pay your rent, you weren't going to get, you know, hammered for not paying your rent. And then people who never stopped working, who actually went in every day, they could have also been an essential worker as a nurse or grocery store worker, flight attendant for the, fl- you know, few flights that were still going, a pilot, whatever the, the case may be. And those people are now getting fired for not taking the vaccine and they're getting denied all benefits. So they did essential work, and their their thank you was they got a paycheck. People who didn't do any essential work and stayed home get all of these benefits. And now we're saying, oh, well, you did essential work, but we don't like that you're pushing back on us now, so we're just going to take away everything from you. Right. That's the thing. They don't like the blowback from from educated people, and that's the issue because you're, you know, you're bachelor and above to be a nurse. Yeah, so these, these are very smart intellectual people. It sounds like the lady, the nurse that took care of us when we did the monoclonal antibodies, and she said she was willing to test twice a day because she doesn't know what's in it. She doesn't want to take it. But at least St. Agnes is accepting her testing twice a day. So. Yeah, that's she's good. Been in the, she's been in the trenches the whole two years. You know, well, and the interesting thing is, though, I did hear 
from another doctor on another side that doing that testing with the chemical that's on the swab, doing it multiple times is not good for you as well. Yeah, when I did my test, it was at Kaiser, and it was a drive-through test zone. I will say they had it set up pretty well that they just moved one car, moved one car, and kept things going. They stuck that thing so far up my nose, I, I was pretty sure they touched my brain. I know you can't actually touch one's brain, but it hurt, and they know it to get that test, and so I, I just applaud anyone who's willing to do that twice a day. Because the ones right. that you can do at home, you know, you, you're not hurting yourself when you do it. And it can still give you a positive result. I, I did one at home. I was positive, but I wanted a record of it medically. So I went to my insurer, well, they're my insurance provider and my medical provider and asked for the test. But they definitely, it makes you cry. <laughs> Your eyes water yeah, when you're getting absolutely. that test. And so I, I am Before just. Before I had my knee surgery, yeah, same thing. They get your brain. They really get your yes, brain. They do. They really get your brain, for sure. So, what if I were to tell huh? you, my dad? Uh-huh. What if I were to tell you that my husband monitors my bank account, has forced medical treatment on me that I didn't want to do just so I could go to work, charged me by the mile every time I drove? Would you want me to get out of that abusive relationship? Absolutely. So, why are we letting the government do it to us? Absolutely. Why are we letting the, the marriage we have with the government continue to be? It, it, it's beyond me. It is beyond me. You know, it's like they talk about this uh, January 6th insurrection that, oh, this was a potential big takeover. Negative. Ghost Rider, it was not. Not even close. That was a bunch of ham and eggers, a bunch of amateurs that I believe were sent there to do that. But I do believe that it's time that through voting or however, try obviously all the nonviolent stuff, uh, we have to somehow fix it. We cannot continue to be slung over somebody's shoulders and treated like adolescents. Our money's taken from us. The tax rates continue to climb. Groceries, gas, electric, going to the movies, your fun, everything goes through the roof. Well, and then we're gaslighted at every turn, too. Yes, and we are gaslighted at every turn. And it's interesting they want us to pay a mileage tax now when they tax us on our registration. They tax us on the purchase of the vehicle. They tax us on our salaries. They tax us when we go to the store. I mean, there there is nothing now, nothing that's not taxed. Well, what's funny is if you bring up the mileage tax, they say it's only a pilot, false news. It's like, why do you think they're doing the pilot? They're doing the pilot because they are going to tax us less? Mm, don't think so. We already pay a gas tax. Are they going to drop off all of the gas taxes and only charge us a per mile tax? I don't see that never. either. They're going to no. double up. There's no removed. way. Yeah. yeah. Never remove the tax. They increase tax. Yeah. They- know, where's Robin Hood? That's what we need. We thought Mr. Donald Trump was the Robin Hood here because he was an outlier, an outsider that was going to come in and fix it. But unfortunately... We learned that uh, this inside group here is pretty brutal to deal with. Yeah, definitely. Just look at every attack, every coordinated attack that happened, not just to him, but to other Republicans, sometimes other Democrats. But you just see the cases of Russia collusion is my, my overarching case. Russia collusion got Trump impeached the first time. 
led to however long that investigation was. And it turned out after four years on his way out, they're like, oh, it turns out not to be true. Our bad. But they actually arrested people for it. They indicted quite a number of people. And then they were talking about how they were going to get Trump, but ultimately they didn't. And it turned out the whole thing was not true. Like Manafort, he was arrested. And I believe they ended up charging him or he pled guilty to things completely unrelated to Russia collusion. It was stuff from the Ukraine that he did with his business. That's generally how they get mobsters. They get them for tax evasion, things like that, because the actual real crime they can never solve. Well, I heard that they, speaking of the real crime that you can't resolve, they had been looking into him since something like 2004. So they already had a, a file on him. They were already looking into him. And they got the magic piece of information because they were looking elsewhere at collusion, air quotes, but they were looking at collusion. And we just happened to find this other stuff, even though we've been investigating this guy for 12 years. Right. Well, see, that's what they tried to do to Trump with the Russia collusion. And they were looking for other stuff. That's why now New York wanted to dive into his taxes and Right, make things public that shouldn't be touched. Yes, and if he was colluding with Russia, we would, and I've said it a zillion times, we would have, we being the federal government, would have already had a dossier on him because he's been doing business with Russia for, I think, 30 years. This is is nothing new because he built a hotel or worked on a hotel and worked on other business ventures in Russia. So he was followed the whole time his family was doing that. They just all got butt hurt because the guy actually went in, did what he said he was going to do, cut taxes, promised, made promises, and kept every single promise plus some. And they don't like that because it makes them look bad because it shows you that you can succeed in America and you can be a politician and do it honestly. And he really wasn't a politician. He's still an outside businessman. Right, he, he definitely was not the stereotypical elected official. I don't know, what do they call him? Populist. He's a populist because America likes him. Well, shouldn't America and Americans that vote for a human like who they vote for? No, aren't we told just to, to plug our nose and, and party line vote? Isn't that what we're told? Yeah. That's what we're told to do is party line vote. Because I'm pretty sure that I don't do that. <laughs> and I don't think anyone else no. should do I can no, understand I that a certain party too. tends to make you, you know, lean more your way, so you may be inclined to vote that way, but you definitely don't just close your eyes and vote. No, we look at we look at all the issues generally, and I look at the people, and I would have been willing to go vote outside the box if I would have found someone that I like. And for local guys and assemblymen and stuff, I think I have voted for a couple of Democrats at one point in the future. Yeah, I know. I, I actually just did this past fall, so I did not party line vote. So we have local school boards, you have, you know, city councils, you have the supervisors, stuff like that. I right. I will not just party line vote, and I don't think anyone else should. I know I just repeated nope, myself. Shouldn't. Shouldn't. That's okay. Should look around. So the Marine officer that we spoke of previously, who was arrested for speaking out, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller, he actually pled guilty to all charges in the hopes of being able to leave 
the military under honorable conditions. He was fined $5,000. But it's still up to the secretary to decide if he's going to be allowed out uh, with an honorable. But when a politician does something like that, they're just crazy. What a great human being. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Oh, my So gosh. sad. Wow. Yeah, yeah the real people get hurt. So then I'll ask you that again. Is this the greatest country in the world? When I see stuff like that, it certainly doesn't feel like it. No, it's a gut punch. And it makes you just walk away with a sour taste in your mouth. And it's just not good. Yeah. This has been a